what it is that I said I wanted to do. And I went back. How many men know can go back and get something that's been stripped of them? Yo, what's going on guys? Tuning into the podcast. You know what time it is. It's time to level up. And before we get started, I just gotta let you know we got a lot of special things coming up. This is a fire segment. I got this very, very special guest that you all will hear very soon. I mean, this episode is very powerful. It brings a lot of light to the idea and the meaning of what it takes to go to the next level and never quit and chase after what you really want. So at the end of the day, make sure you tune in. Make sure you lock in. Guess what? Buckle up, because it's time to level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth. With interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now, level up. Yo, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the Level Up Daily Podcast. Much love to those returning, and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I just want to say that I'm very excited about today's episode. I have a very special guest in today's segment. This person, I mean, honestly, is the definition of hustle, man. I, I haven't seen anybody work just as hard as this guy. Um, he's an American football player who's a wide receiver and has built his name for himself over the years. Um, he's played for many teams such as Chicago Bears, Philadelphia Eagles, and the New York Jets. I mean, you might have seen him probably lay the smack down on your favorite players or even spreading value to the youth. But uh, today I have the one and only Joe Anderson on the show. What's up, Joe? How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing, brother? Great, man. Great. Can't complain, man. I'm glad to have you on the show and, and get things kicked off. Uh, what, what's going on, man? Where you at right now? You, you driving somewhere? You en route to a game? What's going on? <laughs> nah, I'm in Houston, man. I'm about to go get some uh, some uh, maintenance work done to my body. Just finished training. Nice. It's chiropractor, man. Nice. Nice, man. I definitely, again, appreciate you coming on. I know uh, you got a tight schedule, so I won't keep you long on things, but... Um, just to really kick things off, uh, usually what I'll have a lot of my special guests come on and do is just briefly open up, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, and, you know, how, how did, you know, your your success come to fruition? Man, my success was already written out from day one, man. Once God, you know, gave me life, mm-hmm. came out of my mom's womb, man. You know, success ain't really built around the things you do. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people... Um, kind of get discouraged, man, because they think that their success is dictated on what they have or what they don't have, you know what I'm saying, because I've always been individual, man, no matter what platform you're on or what, what you have, it's all about, like, you know, what, what are you doing with what God gave you, who life you changing, yeah. what's success you have, you know what I mean, so, mm-hmm. you know, success, man, before, I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up having much, so um, I always understood how to be content with the without, so um, I guess you could say when, when whenever... Um, I reached my, my first dream or my first vision came to life. Mm-hmm. Um, with football being blessed to go to the NFL uh, was extremely a blessing, man. And that came from nothing but, you know, hard work, determination, and just and just straight-up faith, man. Because I've always been against the odds, man, despite how hard I work, you know what I mean? But, you know, God had a plan for me, brother, and he got a calling on my life. So at the end of the day, you know, my, my, my word to other people would be, you know, no matter no matter what you got to go through, your success is in the Lord's hand, man. He got something for you, man. That's just what it's going to be. Absolutely. So, absolutely, man. You know, I, I'm from uh, Texarkana, Texas. A little small town in East Texas, man. 
um, where I went to high school at Texas High. Um, had a powerhouse high school, but you know I, I grew up in a little small town. I had to go to, go to high school in the city. I grew up actually in a small town of Redwater, Texas, 15 miles away from Texarkana. About a population of about a thousand people. Yeah. You know, but don't nobody make it from there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people not make it and mm-hmm. seeing people get jammed up to the street life and and things like that, man. I was just so determined not to be another one, man. Trapped in the in the loop of all that. Of what people say, oh, you you ain't gonna be nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I was just so determined and driven to be something. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, man, I've always had a personal drive of my own. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever motivated me, man. I never had nobody I looked up to on that aspect of you know driving me. I feel like you got to have a personal drive to try to you know bring to fruition the things that you're trying to get done. Exactly. Absolutely. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that whole rundown, man. And that's totally, totally true. I mean, you definitely got to be focused and everything is already written, like you said, on, on God's behalf. And it's just up to you to follow and listen and, and fulfill that, you know, assignment that he's given. You. So I, I greatly understand that. Um, honestly, you know, when it comes to your your overall background, because I know football is your passion, right? That's That's your heart. That's your soul, right? And if you could, for those who don't know exactly, you know, who you are as far as Joe Anderson being an NFL professional player, a uh, football player, you know, how, how did the story come about? Like, how did you get drafted into the NFL? How, how was that transition? Like I said, man, I, it ain't about how, you know, favor <laughs> play role. Yeah. You know, I didn't go to big college, man. I didn't, I didn't go to the, the big school. I mean, because God, like I said, God had a plan, man. I ain't trying to be overly spiritual or nothing like that, man. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, I, I'm, I'm a strong believer, man, when it comes to the body of Christ, man. And at the end of the day, man, without him, man, I, nobody probably would ever know me. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't have a lot of setbacks and things that God ordained, man, no, a lot of cats probably wouldn't know me mm-hmm. on the level they know me of. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people get lost in their success. Like I said, I came out of Texas Southern, man. Um, come a, a kid coming from a small town, man, and, and was blessed to have an opportunity, mm-hmm. um, an opportunity to do what I love, man. And I believe if you work hard at what you do, man, yeah. everything is possible, man. I really don't fall into the stigma of what people have to say mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, you know, have have backup plans or have this, have that. I'm like this, man. Look, yeah. if God's will for for you to do what it is that you you have a desire in your heart to do, go after that, you know, because I'm pretty sure He put more than one desire. So there's no such thing as a backup plan. I don't think that people will ask you for a backup to have a backup plan if you fill in out applications for Walmart and the dollar store. Right. I think I think that people only say that when you start to start visualizing a little off the Richter scale. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when you when you want to do those great things, then people start telling you to have backup plans. But I'm I'm just like you know follow the vision that you have mm-hmm. because first of all you didn't come up with it. Me personally, bro, I mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up. In my heart, you know, watching watching NFL and, you know, wanting to be like Dion. I ain't had no favorite player or nothing like that. I, I hated football growing up because my mom made me play flag up until, like, middle school. You know, I, I, I had a lot of kids. Yeah. You know, for real, like, true story, a lot of kids playing tackle at, at a young age. Like, mm. like my son got football practice a day. He only six. Mm. Tackle. So, I'm like a, a middle school cat playing flag. Like, I didn't even care. I was just, at this point, I understood that my parents were just keeping us active. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As kids, and it was just me and my little brother. So I'm like, you know, I ain't had no love for it like that. But, like, ninth grade rolled around, and I got out there, and I, I, I fell in love with the process of, of doing something different. You know, and he mm-hmm. put me at a different position, my, my high school coach. And I was like, man, I can do this. And I took it and ran with it. 
and I and I came about the love that I came about with football was was because God took something away from me, mm-hmm. which was uh, my ability to, to to be able to draw. I took that for granted. I mm-hmm. thought I could cut it on and off like a light switch. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes we don't really we don't really appreciate our gifts. We just pick it up when we want to because we know we have it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And God gave me a gift to, to, to be a, a great artist. Like, I wanted to be a Picasso, and one day I picked up the pen and couldn't draw because I didn't work on my, my craft. I didn't exercise my gift. I took it from granted, and he took it away from me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And from that moment, I said, God, whatever else you give me, man, I'm going to be passionate about it. Yeah. And, and, and I mean that. And he gave me a hunger for football again. Yeah. I didn't like football like that. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the fire he put in my heart. You know what I'm saying? So with me, bro, mm-hmm. It's not about a pride thing, you know, chasing something that don't have. I'm like, yo, God put this in my heart, so I'm not going to ever let no man, and that's my message to people, never let no man or woman tell you what can and can't be done in your life because of how big or small that situation may be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if God created it, he, he's, 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 a, he's mighty enough to finish everything that he's ever started in your life. And that's the story of my life, bro. And that's why I get my encouragement and my hope from to keep going. Because everything that I ever said I wanted to do, I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it, bro. So it's just yeah. like a testament of who God really is when your back is against the wall. I came out of Texas Southern as a tryout guy. I didn't get drafted. Chicago Bears gave me a tryout, a three-day tryout. And they mm-hmm. told me that they had my flight to go back home before I even got there. They didn't have no intentions on keeping me. Wow. But because God had a greater plan for my life, that three-day tryout turned into a three-year co- contract. Mm. They fell in love with me the moment I got there. One thing you can't do is deny my passion. One thing you can't do is deny my work ethic. And one thing you can't do is deny my determination and my ability to play the game of football. You can't do that. You can say what you want to say because of where somebody coming from. Notice, because I wasn't at an LSU, and that's what kids get discouraged that whenever they're chasing the things that they're chasing – because they're not on a huge platform going into what they're trying to go into, yeah. they get discouraged and feeling like they're being overlooked. Yeah. But there's no such thing as that. Like, it's not about where you're at. It's what you do when you get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, a young man asked me the other day, bro, how do you stay encouraged? Like, I'm coming from the JUCO. I said, it ain't the school. It's what you do when you get there. Right. You, got the, you got the biggest battle out the way. You get a chance to have an opportunity to be at a school and put on shoulder pads and helmets. You know how many cats back at the crib wishing they could just be in a school? Yeah. So the hard part out the way. And I think if you just focus on the small thing and be grateful about the small thing, everything else will take care of itself. Mm. So no matter, no matter how much adversity I've ever faced, I've always overcame. So when adversity show up now, I just look back at what God already done. I'm like, okay, he done this before. (laughs) I don't care what the business is like. I don't care what people say. This is amount of time. Oh, well, we got this span. Only so many people make this. I'm like, yo, yeah, I hear you. But the job that you own, God placed you in that position. So it ain't like you created it on your own. So I serve a God that's so much bigger than your word. And when you really believe that, you got to believe God for the things that people don't think is re- can take place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's when faith is real. That's when faith becomes real in a man's life. I respect so, that. So, uh, uh, you know, man, just, just, just going through the bumps and bruises for other people, bro. Like, yeah. I understand that I was chosen, first of all. And when you look at when you look at David in the gospel, you look at David, I can kind of resemble my life to his because he was always someone who was overlooked. Mm-hmm. But always prepared. And then it's, sometimes it's not about being prepared. It's about making sure you're molded and qualified for the position so that the enemy can't, pre- can't embarrass you once you get promoted. Because it's not that we're not ready. God want to promote us, but the enemy's so crafty. He want to he kind of, he, he want to demote us 
you know, in the midst of our in the midst of our failures. But if we fail, that don't make us a failure. You know what I'm saying? We gotta understand that God got us. I got a I got a purpose in why I'm on this platform. I got a purpose for being an assignment for being where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be successful. I'm not supposed to be at the bottom. And that's where your drive should come from. It shouldn't come from no man. It shouldn't come from no situation. You should you should just off top just be ready for yeah. whatever it is been praying for absolutely and honestly man like one thing i noticed since you've been since you've been talking so far on the podcast and just in general that i really paid attention to and that i admire is that whether you you know you're out out on the field or you behind the scenes helping the youth is that man you have a lot of heart right not too many people have heart and i mean that like to be honest like many people say you know they talk to talk they walk the wall but you're actually like living it out and fulfilling it and I, and I greatly appreciate that because you do it in such a way where it's cultivated that, you know, people like myself are able to grasp, you know, the feeling behind, you know, your passion and what you're, you're trying to do. And it actually inspires us, you know, to actually push ourselves even more. So I, I just appreciate, you know, everything that you've done for the game of football overall and for the community as a whole. I think it's more so like the transparency, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody out here. You know, they they, they had their storms and the things that they're dealing with. And, you know, myself, I got courage. You know, I you know, I have heart, I'm determined, and I, I don't I don't need and it's humbly speaking, we as people don't need nobody to 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 to, to convince us of being, you know, super supernatural. You know, I I don't need you to hype me up and you know, just because you told me I had heart, I ain't gonna gain no more strength from that just because here it's encouraging, yeah. but that's something you're supposed to know. As God's children, you know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to be walking around here heartless. Like, you're supposed to have your chest out. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to, yeah. you know, walk upright. You know, when you look at, when you look again, when you look at David, like, you know, my hope, my hope come from up above. It don't come from my situations, brother. Mm-hmm. It don't come from my everyday living. It don't come from things in this life. So, yeah. like, that's why I'm so happy and so joyful because my peace, like, if I sign an NFL contract tomorrow, ain't nothing gonna change. I expect that. Yeah. Like my joy and my hope don't come from signing no contract. You see what I'm saying? So, like, because David knew that he had the Lord on his side, why did you think he took the initiative when he knocked down David, when he killed the lad? Why Why you think Goliath, when he killed Goliath, why you think he picked the man knife up and then cut his head off? Mm-hmm. Because of a certain level of pride that he had and with the things that he did. You yeah. see what I'm saying? He knew the light that he had on his life. He knew the storm and how tough it was. But it's just like, man, at some point you got to realize that, man, okay, I'm in this position, but I'm, I'm thinking that the glory that God's going to get from this, and let me stand up tall, even even in the midst of my storm. Let me stand up taller because Same. the lives are going to be changed even in the midst of my storm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God leads us in our storm on purpose just so other people can see him in it. Mm-hmm. Just so other people can see him in it. When you think about the three Hebrew boys that was in the fiery furnace. Yeah. They turn the fire up, and guess what? Buddy said, I know I put three in there, but I see four. And sometimes he'll leave us in a fire just so other people can see him in it. And, like, that's why my story and that's why my my, my, my storm and adversity people, I'm, I'm so passionate about it. And people say, because now they get a chance to connect with God himself. Mm-hmm. Not me. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my breakthrough, but lives are going to be changed in the midst of me getting my breakthrough. Yeah. Because when I get my breakthrough, that's going to give somebody else hope. And it already has to hear people say, bro, I'm their favorite player and I'm not even in the game and I haven't even had my best mm-hmm. years yet. Yeah. For somebody to say that and I ain't even played in two years. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Like, that's deep. Yeah. He's like, no, 
because in life I can relate, man. I'm going through my go-through. And it's like you touch me in ways that NFL players currently will never touch me, man. Right. That means something. Like, I, I thank God for that, bro, you know, because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You give somebody hope, bro, that's that's another black man, another white man off the streets Absolutely. that want to chase that thing instead of robbing that old lady at the gas station. You know what I'm saying, bro? Exactly. That's why I keep going, man. So it, it's yeah. bigger than ball. Yeah, It's just ramping people's mentality, revamping their mindset, and knowing that they can truly be whatever they want to be, and not just because some successful person told them, but somebody that's dang near in the same position as them telling them, and they watching this person overcome, yeah. and they know that it's real, because I watched him overcome, and he told me why he was overcoming. That's why I know it's true. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can tell going if you already on top. Yeah. That's clear. That's the norm. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, it's, it's all wrapped into one. Transparency and heart. You know, it, it really just boils down to you putting yourself out there is what really i was tackling on that just for you being open and transparent to you know stand outside the stadium you know hold up a sign saying you know run routes for food you know put that's the thing a lot of people are not willing to do they're not willing to take that that step and that sacrifice to put themselves out there and get uncomfortable that's the biggest thing a lot of people feel comfortable and i learned honestly over my you know journey as well that being comfortable is frustrating but you know, if you learn to be uncomfortable, you got a chance to be happy. And I feel like that's where a lot of people hit that roadblock. Um, but diving diving back, because I know we went off on a slight tangent, but diving back into, you know, your success being an NFL player, like what was really like your your challenges or how was the first year in the NFL for you, period? Like your first first game, first experience, like what was going through your mind? Like how was that experience for you? Oh, man. I mean, it was just football to me. Like, I mean, I think. I think people on the outside looking in, things can seem like a lot different than what they really are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at social media and see somebody with all this success, and you're like, oh, wow, like, oh, I can't wait to get that, or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a rise, bro. Like, it ain't no different than where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I think I think I heard a rapper say, man, I wish, not a rapper, but uh, uh, just a successful actor. I can't remember his name. He said, I mean, I wish everybody was successful too. So they can realize that it ain't gonna change nothing. Like <laughs> you know, that everything is everything's still the same. Like you're not gonna be more happy or more more excited. Like granted, I was very grateful, bro, because you're talking about a kid that didn't have much growing up, bro. So granted, I was very grateful, man, to be in a position to where you know I'm financially stable. I don't have to worry about that coming mm-hmm. out of college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was going to overtake me the moment I got there. But the moment I stepped foot on the facility, I was like, oh, that's it. I am like, talking in the facility in college. Like, yeah. you know, some people think that it's just some magical thing that's going to overtake you once you walk into that success, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I got you, man. So it was basically, basically, it, it, uh, uh, once, you know, one of them feelings where it's just like, man, I made it, you know, like. All that hard work, all that, all them sacrifices, all them late nights, early mornings paid off, and it was just fulfilling. And you know, during that time, like, was there any type of adversity going on? You know, being in the NFL, you know, transitioning first year, and outside of that, whether it's friends, family, you know, so-called haters, you know, did you notice any difference once you stepped onto that field as a professional NFL player, and you know, you started playing the game that you love? Oh yeah. Absolutely, man. I mean, a lot of people had, uh, I won't say a lot, but a few, quite a few people had their hand out. Yeah. Uh, you know, just think a lot 
those people is most people that never had much. Mm-hmm. So if you were a little something, you know, a lot of people want what you got. And, uh, you know, dealing with the, just the way the business is ran, mm-hmm. you got a lot of favoritism in there, you know. Sometimes the favoritism is pointless because the individual ain't really no reason to be favored over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a lot of guys that's there that, that shouldn't be there. Uh, talent-wise, uh, you know, to God be the glory, they got an opportunity too because you don't know what they've been through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in calling a Bugatti a Bugatti and a trash can a trash can. It's all about honesty. Yeah. Uh, some guys just don't belong. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, um, you know, you got to go through the weed through the bull crap of how the business is ran and how how they do things in the front office, man. It's just mm-hmm. it's, it's weird, bro. But uh, you know, going through that and uh, you know, trying to trying to bust your tail every day and really not being appreciated on the level you should be appreciated yeah. on. Yeah. Um, because you got a first rounder that you know is drafted, and sometimes you know if you you know go back in the history of the game, you see a lot of first round busts. You mm-hmm. see a lot of cats that really don't meet the mark because they were drafted high, get a little bit more leeway than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't like it used to be in the old days, bro. The best man play. It ain't like that no more. You know what I'm saying? It's all about money nowadays, bro. If they spend money on you and you the sorry player, they're going to get their money's worth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So dealing with that, those little pieces of adversity, man, still, you know, just continuing to stay consistent, continuing to stay focused and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that, man, and, and still being overlooked even while you're there, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's, it's still, uh, it's still necessary, man. And, you know, it just creates a story for you to talk about, man, because again, you're going to have those players that, that they come in high and mm-hmm. they get that high and mighty story, but you're going to have those players that come in low and that's the story that they get. And you just got to mm-hmm. deal with what story that you've been given, uh, overcome, put the pieces together. Cause we're all, we're all nothing but a piece to the puzzle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, you figure out where you fit and you just keep it moving. And, uh, at the end of the day, I think my biggest thing is just remaining grateful, man, whether you at the top of the team or at the bottom of the team or, you know, from our entrepreneurs out there, if, you, if, you, if you're at the top of the office or the bottom of the office, you're just being grateful to even being in the office. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I ask people every day, man. Yeah. I say, man, what attitude you got today? Which one? Which which attitude you got today? You get to go to work or you got to go to work? Uh-huh. And a lot of people tell me, I got to go to work. And I was like, well, man, you got to be glad that you get to go to work because you can be at home looking for work. And, you know, I think that a lot of people sometimes be in position of what they've been praying for and they still complain. I never complain. I've always been grateful no matter how much money I made or what I didn't have. I've always worked my butt off. I've always been grateful of opportunity. Um, you know, I've always been appreciative. And, uh, you know, you know, you know, the Bible always talks about, you know, the first finishing last. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the last shall finish last shall finish first and the first shall finish last. So sometimes a lot of people feel last, but at the end of the day, you got to realize that you're going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just, you know, continue to weather the storm, continue to push and never give up. That's where, that's where I open my mouth and tell people to never give up. Cause you know, the good guys finish last sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, as long as you keep pushing, you got something to talk about. Cause who, who remember the person that quit? Nobody. Exactly. So at the end of the day, when you overcome, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that people are gonna appreciate your the fact that you overcame more than you in the midst of overcoming. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I get back to the NFL, oh, so many people gonna uh, say, "Bro, I'm already, I'm already 
ahead of the game. Yeah. So many people at ESPN and all that's going to try to blow it up. Oh, this kid, he never gave up. Like, yeah. what would you have to miss to me not giving up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it never matters. It's like, it never matters until you, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, don't even focus on trying to please nobody. Don't even focus on trying to, you know, prove people wrong, man. Just just keep it real with you. You know, write down the things that you say you want to do. Okay, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. I don't care who cheers, who don't cheer. This is just something that I said I want to do, and I get a chance to check it off my vision board once I do it. Mm. It's not about, you know, proving people wrong. It's not about, oh, you know, dreams coming true. Like, man, yeah. this is something I said I wanted to do, man. And at the end of the day, you either with me or against me. And that's the thing, like I said, I like to reference going back to the, the gospel and the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible I said, hey, you either with me, God said, you either with me or against me. And at the end of the day, man, when I say I'm trying to do something, you either with me or against me. I'm really not looking for a fan base. Yeah. While at the same time, it's cool and I'm grateful you got people cheering you on. It's, it's nothing like having people cheering you on coming across the finish line of a, of a, of a long, long race. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And nobody gave you water along that marathon, but to see people cheering and clapping you on, man, that is a beautiful thing. But at the same time, with or without people cheering and clapping you on, I was going to come across that finish line, mm-hmm. bottom line. So when you got that attitude about the things that you do because you do what you do for your last name and not your first, mm-hmm. I think the peace and, and, and the joy that you're going to get from it and while you're in it is, is just going to be more meaningful, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I know, you know, Right now, like you're married, right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And how? And do you have any kids? Yeah, I have two. Nice, nice. Boy and a girl, or two boys, two girls. I got a boy and a girl. Nice, nice. Uh, and and I know. No, that's lovely, man. And I know, you know, behind every successful story, right, is a is an even stronger woman, right? You know, your, your backbone, your support system. Now, I want to ask, you know, this is might be a personal question, but what? What truly inspires you to keep grinding? Like, is it for the love of the game or is it for your family? Or is it something else? Or is it a combination of things? Like I noticed you said, you know, I know you put your heart and soul into football. It's not even about football with me, bro. Like, it's just finishing what I start. Uh It's really not about no sport. It's not about uh, making it happen. Like, when people talk about family, like, you know, I got a wife and two kids. You know, that's that's a given. Uh Of course, Bible says every man must work for his food. Mm-hmm. You know, my job is to be a provider, you know, uh, to make sure my family feels secure. So at the end of the day, that's a given. I shouldn't even have to get a, a strike for that. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to take care of your family. You're supposed to provide. You're supposed to be hungry and motivated when you wake up and see your kids. That's a given, so I don't even have to mention that, right? Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it, it, this is you're dealing with a man that knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no middle, there's no, there's no, there's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, I need a motivational, I'm just, uh, you know, because I want it so bad. Like, then you, when, when you're dealing with a man that got his mind made up about think, about something, mm-hmm. let's, for instance, use an example of a man that says he's going to rob a bank, right? Yeah. He got his mind made up on robbing that bank. And there's nothing the pastor can tell him. There's nothing his mom can tell him differently to keep, to keep him from robbing that bank if he got his mind made up. Mm-hmm. And that man got his mind made up. That's the bottom line. And that's the difference between somebody continuing to go after something and then somebody just throwing in the towel and, and just dealing with the norm or the reality or what the world says or what people say. Or, man, maybe I should just go do this. Well, they they got that attitude because in the, in the first place, they never had their mind made up. Mm-hmm. So you dealing with somebody, when I say I want to do something, yeah. notice Notice, there's nothing else for me to really do at this point. Like, coming out of college, I said I wanted to go to NFL. 
by the grace of God, I went, period. Exactly. I went straight out of college. I went straight out of college to the NFL. I got injured. I got injured. I was out two years. I had my mind made up on going back. I was determined to do what it is that I said I wanted to do. And I went back. How many men you know can go back and get something that's been stripped of them? Like, I was humbled to the lowest point. It ain't because I did something bad or, you know, I was a, 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 a not a team player. I, 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 man, mm-hmm. I'm a guy, to God be the glory, I'm a guy that NFL players would kill. To, NFL teams would kill to have on their team. Absolutely. But I wasn't placed back right away because this is a journey that God needed to take place mm-hmm. for the hope and, and, and encouragement of someone else. Mm-hmm. But notice I was stripped of everything and I went and got it all back. Yeah. Signed with the New York Jets. How many people you know can be stripped of everything and go get it all back? My mind was made up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing you can do with a person that has a made up mind. And not only a made up mind, but their faith is stirred up in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. It ain't nothing it ain't nothing getting in the way of what I say I'm trying to do. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And that's what people need to that's what people need to realize. Like, hey, once you make your mind up on something, go for it. Mm-hmm. Can't that stop you. You gonna you gonna you gonna reach some hiccups along the way, you're gonna hit some bumps along the way, people gonna talk about you, people gonna say this and that, but when you say you trying to do something, this is what you wanna do, hey man, you can't dangle something in my face and make me want what I don't want. This is what I say I want, this is how I'm gonna do it, period. Mm-hmm. And that's just where it's always been with me. Like, once I put my heart into something, I, I, I just believe in getting it done. Because at the end of the day, it's all about leaving leaving a legacy, man. Like, how are people going to remember you? Like, you know, I ain't just trying to be another cat that when I die, ain't nobody tripping. Yeah. I, I'm just not, you know, you know, I feel like my life holds more weight than that. You know, um, just the fact that because I was here, a lot of people's lives will change. Just because I was here. Absolutely. You, you're dealing with, so it's just like all of that. Looking at all of that and understanding that my life holds purpose. Looking at all of that, it just drives me to just continue to push. Mm-hmm. Looking at my, my my history of my life, my family. You know, we never really had a huge successful person in my family. So it's just like, man, going above and beyond to break that mediocre cycle, break that uh, living check to check cycle, break that uh, just uh, cool right here. You know, the lights are on, like breaking that that stigma, breaking that curse, you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I be the first Bill Gates in my family? You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. going to take a different a different drive, a different beast, a different hunger, a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, so no matter what you come across, you got to keep going. So at the end of the day, it's not about football. It's just about positioning myself in life creating opportunities, rubbing, putting myself in position to rub shoulders with the right people mm-hmm. who are able to put you in position. It's just about staying relevant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever mm-hmm. I got to do to put, put myself in position to where my son ain't got to fight this hard when mm-hmm. he comes want something out of life, like, I'll have those resources because, you know, I stood outside of the stadium with a sign, not because, oh, Oh, I just want to be in the NFL. Like, nah, man, I know what I want. I know what God placed in me. You mm-hmm. know, I work my butt off. I ain't looking for no handout. I'm ready. Yeah. End of the day, I'm looking long term. You know, they, they, they blessing us. You know, I, God gave me an ability to play this game at a high level. And while I still can play it, why not put myself in a position? Because I don't, I don't wait for nobody to do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. It's all about getting it done. I wasn't waiting around on my agent to tell me when, oh, a team called to bring, man, let me, hey, look, we're going to figure it out. Let's do it. I'm going for it. <laughs> 
You know, and it's going to be what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't wait around on nobody because people wait around and they never come. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, that, I'm that cat. Like, I come from something, bro. Like, like I said, where I come from, people don't make it like that. Yeah. So before I go back home and be just a castaway, I mean, we're going to, hey, we're going to come up with some ideas. Like, opportunity ain't given, screw it. I'll create one. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, hey, that's just determination. And a successful person and people in position, they can't be mad at that. The mm-hmm. first thing you should say when you see that man, hey, he's going for it. It's not even about. Like again, it's not even about football. It's not about success. It's the fact that I'm going for it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta respect that. Like, and I ain't looking for no pat on the back. None of that. I just, again, I just know what I want, and I know what it is my wife deserves and my kids deserve when it comes to specific lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When it comes to to, to to being a light on a specific platform, I know what my family deserves, and I do what I do for my last name, not my first. That's why I wasn't tripping about what nobody had to say about me. You can talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't about me. You can I look stupid. He he desperate. Yeah, as long as you talk about the first name, that's cool. But when you get to talking about the last name, that's a whole other topic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm doing what I do my last man and not my first. That's why, that's why it was easy for me to put my pride aside. Mm-hmm. That's why it was easy for me to, you know, not worry about, oh, what nobody going to say. Was it challenging? Yeah. You know, I went to school in Houston. Mm-hmm. But again, again, mm-hmm. you're dealing with a man that knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And nobody can stop a man that knows what he wants. And a lot of people in life don't know what they want. That's why they take anything that people give them. Like mm-hmm. you can't make me want what I don't want. You can't dangle something in my face because they got a price on it. If I don't want it, I don't want it. Exactly. Right? You know, I've always known what I wanted, bro, and uh, that's played a role for me reaching my success, and that's mm-hmm. played a role for me overcoming um, adversity and, and, and many different things, obstacles along the journey. And, of course, my support cast, bro. I have a, mm-hmm. a very supportive wife, man. I, I'm truly grateful of my, 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 my support system at home, bro. Uh, you know, I never had – my wife never came down on me. You know, she's been riding with me since college, bro, when I didn't have nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and when you when you get a chance to be become or be, be in a position to do something great, yeah. you, you know you honor the sacrifices people made for you. You know what I'm saying? Like my wife ain't never asked me for nothing, you know, in return. Mm-hmm. You know, she worked two jobs in college. You know, I, I didn't have full scholarship and wasn't on meal plans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I was the only person on my college team that graduated 2011 to go to the NFL on my team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just goes through that hard work pay off, like staying true pay off. And, you know, I had a wife that would bring me chicken 2, 3 o'clock in the morning from Frenchies because I didn't even eat that day. You know, a lot of my teammates didn't know that. They didn't understand why I was coming to the calf with a jug, an empty jug, and filling up with Gatorade and leaving. It was because of the favor that the lunch lady showed me. Mm. You know, hey, come get you something to eat. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't understand that I didn't have a meal plan, but I was just sacrificing it and just trying to survive. You know what I'm saying? Doing what I had to do. I wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like I said, I didn't have them, but I was appreciative of my wife being able to, hey, she looked, she looked, she looked out, and, you know, as my girlfriend at the time, and when I made it, boom, she didn't have to worry about working. I told her, hey, quit your job, let's go on up here, you know, let's, you know my, we had my son at the time, and, you know, she, she hung it up and came up there so she can have, be with her family. And she, you know, she ain't had to work for like three years. And she it ain't because she didn't want to because I didn't want her to. Like, you get a return on your investment. You know what I'm saying? You take care of me and now it's my time to take care of you. And when I lost it all, she still had my back. She didn't mm. look at me different. She's like, hey, boom, bust your tail. This is our job. We work together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By like having a true queen. That's what I call a queen, bro. Like, <laughs> like don't worry about it. Focus on, focus on that vision. Like, hey, we got each other. It's not no one-way street. It's a mm. two-way street. Maybe you had me, I got you. 
And it's all about building towards our family. She know the overall vision. So finding somebody that's that that you can be compatible with to understand you and what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not looking at no dollar signs. She's not materialistic. That's what I'm saying. You you find a woman that you can love from the inside out. Of course, you need to be attracted to her. But you, a lot of cats finding these cat these women that they love her from the outside in. The inside is terrible, man. Mm. You know she loved me from the inside out. I had a lot of things about my outside that wasn't really cool. You know what I'm saying? But she loved me into a prince charming. Mm. You know she love me past my flaws, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's why I'm the man I am today, faith-based, you know what I'm saying? It was rocky, even our marriage, it was rocky, bro. Mm-hmm. But God mended this thing together because it was it's a natural thing. It's a natural thing. How many rocky marriages you know got out there, that's out there that's falling apart because they're trying to make it seem like it's perfect? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, man, marriage is work, just like a grind, it's work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no pretty picture being painted over here, it's only gonna be a real picture painted. You know what I'm saying? God loved us through some things, and we overcame some things, you know, and that's that's what made me who I am today, bro. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a passion and a hunger to be the best version of me. And when, while people see me being the best version of me, nothing more, nothing less, they are inspired by it because it enables them to be true to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's okay to struggle. Yeah. It's okay to be at the bottom. Everybody ain't winning. And I think people paint a picture of, of winning all the time to where they feel like, hey, I'm losing right now. Maybe like, man, they was losing. It just ain't showed you. Mm, yeah, it just ain't showed you. Man, look, they marriage was falling apart. They just ain't showed you. They make it seem like it was all glitter and gold. Man, they struggle with this. They struggle with that. But it's just like, boom. I'm not afraid to talk about overcoming. I'm not afraid to talk about being at the bottom. Because at the end of the day, can't nobody in this life put me in heaven, and they dang sure can't send me to hell. So at the end of the day, man, just show it for what it is. Because that's how you help people. Mm-hmm. That's how you help people. You know what I'm saying? It's not about trying to be validated by nobody. I don't need to be validated by nobody. That's why, like, again, see, that's why I wasn't worried about what nobody thought. Me standing outside that stadium. Look, man, hey, I'm Mr. Mark. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, I'm trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 people, are, people are trying to figure out how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You don't just transform into a man because you reach a certain age. You trying to figure this out. You just grew up. You just you you just was a little baby, and from a baby you became a sixteen year old. From a sixteen year old, now you're twenty one. Like man, you trying to figure out how to <laughs> provide. And, and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you just five. Now you got it all together. And some people think they got it all together because boom, um, you know, success. Man, that's why I say, man, don't get lost in success because you become a millionaire. A lot of millionaires become millionaires at twenty years old. Mm-hmm. And now they think they're men. They think they, you know, oh, I take care of my family, da 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 But they still mentally stressed out. They ain't got no peace. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what it takes to be a man. You just you just provide. But you don't know what it takes to be a real man because you ain't made manly decisions. Mm-hmm. You still ain't you still ain't got an effect on how to overcome women. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it takes a man to say no to a woman when he got a woman at home. Mm-hmm. And you know how hard that is? I can talk about it because I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> about truth more they just fill the world with lies. You see what I'm saying? But how you tell somebody when you keep it real? I think about people that follow me appreciate it so much. Yeah. I'm trying my best to be a light, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying my best to be a light in a dark world, bro. Nah, you doing and, it, man. You know, I, I know how hard it is trying to be something, man. So mm-hmm. uh, don't come overnight, man. Success don't come over. It's a lot of hard work, man. Like, good things don't just, just happen, man. It's because effort was put into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And man, I I just want to say thank thank you, man, just for you know opening up and, and sharing your insight on that because I know that can be you know uh, a personal thing, and I appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure all of the listeners and viewers I definitely appreciate you, you know, period for coming onto the show. And uh, I know I don't ha- have you long, right? Because you got to get the train, and it's it's around like 1 p.m., right? It's, it's some time crunching going on, um, but. 
overall, if I can ask just one more question, just, you know, wrap things up in a sense to, to go ahead and uh, let you on your way. But, you know, w- once you do get the opportunity to get back into the NFL, is there a certain team you want to play for, a certain, you know, uh, right here? Or? Waiting on the Browns to make a final decision. So, this guy, you know, that's why I'm going to be. Gotcha. Uh, this is the system wise. It's perfect system for me to follow. So, mm, got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Definitely. Well, I just want to say, man, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, I greatly appreciate you again for taking the time out to do so, especially this with me. And uh, I know all my listeners would definitely appreciate this episode. Um, is, is there a certain, you know, way to contact you, you know, for those who want to, you know, contact you, whether they want to learn more about football, learn more about you? Is it a certain social media handle you on, email, website? or? Man, just follow me on Instagram, man, underscore Joe Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Perfect, perfect. And I'll make sure I put that down in the description below in the podcast and, and send that over to everybody. But again, man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show. I won't hold you up. I know you got to get back to the grind. You know, you got training and everything going on. And uh, I just want to say from us here from the Level Up Daily Podcast that uh, we wish you the best, man. We know you're going to make it. We got a lot of faith in you. And uh, you're definitely off to doing great things, not just for, you know, the NFL, but for the community as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And with that being said, guys, until next time, much love, peace, and blessings. Peace. Yo, tuning back into the podcast per usual. Much love to those who've been rocking with me since day one. And shout out for those tuning in for the first time. Hopefully you guys are able to get a lot of value out of the segment. It was a great episode. I mean, we have a special guest. I mean, professional NFL wide receiver Joe Anderson himself on the podcast today. And I can't believe how much value he was able to shed and actually dive into the story of his success, how he got started, and also the trials and tribulations of what comes with the success on when you're pushing the limits and going for everything that you truly believe. So at the same token, hopefully you was able to find some value in a second and able to apply it to your life and also change your perspective on when it comes to the daily grind and what it takes to be successful. So with that being said, definitely feel free to reach out to the both of us. You can find me on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans, straight up feel free to reach out to the both of us screenshot your favorite part of this segment feel free to share it on instagram tag the both of us in it we want to hear your feedback we want to know what your questions are you know we just want to feel you know the love and the sense of what we need to do to bring more value to you so feel free to reach out let us know and if you have anyone and i mean anyone you would like me to personally interview any celebrity influencer please feel free to reach out you give me the name and i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna go get him on this podcast So until next time, guys, much love, peace, and blessings.